0: Today is February 26, 2023. We are reading from the big book of AA on page 25, starting with, there is a solution, up to and including the paragraph, if you are seriously alcoholic. We um, Darcy will be our reader, followed by a 20-minute share by Tina S. Okay, my name is Darcy. I'm a grateful recovered compulsive eater. There is a solution. Almost none of us like the self-searching, the leveling of our pride, the confession of shortcomings, which the process requires for a successful consummation. But we saw that it really worked in others. And we had come to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life as we had been living it. When therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved, There was nothing left for us, but to pick up the simple kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We have found much of heaven and we have been rocketed into a fourth dimension of existence of which we had not even dreamed. The great fact is just this and nothing less that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life, toward our fellows and toward God's universe. The central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. He has commenced to accomplish those things for us, which we could never do by ourselves. (laughs) If you are as seriously alcoholic as we were, we believe there is no middle-of-the-road solution. We were in a position where life was becoming impossible. And if we had passed into the region from which there is no return through human aid, we had but two alternatives. One was to go to the bitter end, blotting out the consciousness of our intolerable situation as best we could, and the other to accept spiritual help. This we did because we honestly wanted to and were willing to make the effort. Pass. Thanks, Darcy. Now, let's all listen to Tina S. as she shares on what was just read. Tina.
1: Thanks so much, Karen. Hi, uh, I'm Tina, a recovered compulsive eater, anorexic, and I live in Florida. And really grateful to be on the line. And thanks, Kim. Um, wow. What a great part of the book. <laughs> and I actually, I say that about every part of the book. And, and that's a gift today, you know, because uh, this is not when I... Um, I'll just say, you know, my abstinent date is uh, July the 5th, 1999. I was first introduced to 12 Steps in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous in December of 1987. So there's a little bit of difference there, you know. Um, And why I like this part of the book, you know, when I first, when I came in the first time, I thought I needed to start a chapter five, you know, in step three, you know, I'd, you know, I believed in a God and let's go from here. Well, what I've learned over, what I learned over 12 years of, uh, you know, really being in the food, out of the food, in the food, out of the food, because that's my, my history. I'm a, a compulsive eater, I'm overeater, and I'm a restrictor, you know, so I, I'm on all ends of this of this disease. And, um, you know, when I come, came in thinking that I just needed to start the work on step three, I was not only fooling myself, I was fooling everybody around me. And, you know, what I know today is that unless I took the first step 100%, there was no way there was a solution for me. You know, if I did not believe, truly believe that I was powerless over food and that my life managed by me was, could never be a success, you know, that it was totally unmanageable and can be today if I try to manage it, you know, there was no way that I could have any kind of solution in my life, you know, because I thought I knew best and what I knew got me, and this is just my story, what I think I knew got me into several different programs, several different 12-step programs. So today, the well, when let's just say the last time I came in, I'll just give you a little history, you know, um, I'm, uh, maintaining, uh, a 35 p- pound weight loss and a 35 pound weight gain. Okay. And I've been maintaining that probably for, oh, a long time, maybe 20 years, you know, and, uh, what a gift, you know, it's, it's truly a gift, but, you know, besides that, because I thought it, the weight was the issue you know? <laughs> and I was a normal weight for a very long time and I was still, you know, linear and attuned. So, um, but there is a solution and and you know unlike anybody else you know i didn't like any of this stuff the self searching the leveling of my pride the confessions of shortcoming you know but it says that this has to happen it requires it for successful consummation for it to happen you know and you know i was fortunate enough when i came in um, the last time to have somebody in, that I knew from another 12-step program who was also in Overeaters Anonymous and took me through the steps in the big book about Alcoholics Anonymous. Because when I came in, a lot of people were working out of the workbook, which, you know, whatever works for you. You know, I have, you know, I'm not here to tell you how to work this program, but works. But what works for me is the big book about Alcoholics Anonymous and working the steps out of it. Um, and that's what I do with the people that I sponsor today. Um, And, you know, and and I saw that the problem had been solved in her. She, you know, she shared with me her life. She shared what, what she was like, not what it was like, but what she was like and what happened to her and what, and I could see what she was like in the present, you know, and, and that really, I wanted what she had, you know, and had already done all the stuff that I thought I could do. So I was totally out of ideas, you know, and so what I did, and I think that's what step one and step two did for me you know I came to this place of okay I can believe that there was something bigger than me that could probably do for me what I could never do for myself because I tried over and over and over I was I think 40 was I 49 at the time um 60 I'm going to be 65 and and I have a wonderful life today a life beyond my wildest dreams I came in here and people told me that I was like yeah right you're blowing smoke well that's you know today I do have a life you know um you know, I, I participate in my life, number one, because I never did before. And I always wanted somebody to take care of me, which today, you know, I'm self-supporting through my own contributions. I'm in a relationship, but I'm self-supporting. And, um, you know, some of the stuff that it talks about, you know, I, I did get somebody within whom the problem had been solved. And, you know, and she told me that this was a spiritual program. And let me just tell you, because it's the truth for me, I didn't come here to get spiritual. I did not. I came here so the crap could happen. And what happened for me? Which every time when I read this part, and, and I'm jumping around here. But what it says, it says, the central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our Creator has entered into our hearts and lives in a way which is indeed miraculous. Every time I read that, I get the chills because, like again, I didn't come here for no God, but today. If I'm open, if I'm tapping in, if I got that relationship going on, that's happening in my life. And what a gift. Something I never wanted or didn't think I wanted because, you know, I was raised in a religion and and that wasn't for me. Let me just tell you. But today, you know, and I, you know, I don't practice a religion, you know, and people do. That's fine. I have no opinion about that. But but I, I believe that I have a spiritual practice today and I grow spiritually. You know, because I cannot stay stuck for me. You know, I can't stay stuck. Um, You know, I have to get up in the morning. And and what I do is the first thing I do. And I I read out the big book, you know, Upon Awakening. I do all that stuff. I do the 11th step. You know, throughout the day, I I do exactly what it tells me. Because I didn't know how to really pray when I got here. And a sponsor said, you know, read this part of the book. And it tells me exactly what to do throughout the day. In the morning, when I get up. Throughout the day, when I go to bed at night. You know, and I could do that. I could finally follow some instructions, you know, because when I first got here, you know, I thought I knew best. And the last time I got here, what I knew is I didn't know anything. And that's exactly what my sponsor told me. She opened up this big book to the front page and said, this is what, you know, Tina, nothing, you know, and and she was right. And and a lot of times say that is what I know, because when and I say this for me, because what I think I know is going to kill me for sure. You know, what I think I know is going to kill me for sure. And, and the last paragraph, if we are seriously, I love this. You know, a lot of people joke about this paragraph, but it's so true. You know, we're in a position where life was becoming impossible. You know, we had two alternatives. You know, one, number one was to go into the bitter end, you know, and the other was to accept spiritual help. And I'm always like this. What do I do? What do I do? You know, normal people don't do that. If they say you got two options, you're going to go to the bitter end, or you're going to accept spiritual help. They'd be all in for the spiritual help. Not, not me as a compulsive eater. You know, I'm going to let me weigh this out a little bit. You know, and finally, when I was beaten to a place of, you know, no, no place else to go, no other idea. You know, didn't have another idea. I was finally able to accept spiritual help. And what I can tell you is, it changed my life. I'd like, you know, it talks about, you know. We have had deep and effective spiritual experiences, which have revolutionized our whole attitude toward life, you know, radically changed my life for sure. You know, when I got here, all I thought about was me. And I can tell you, I'm not always thinking about other people today, but I do think more about other people than I ever have. You know, I'm not the only person I think about when I wake up today, you know, and uh, you know, uh, what can I say, you know, in, in recovery, you know, I'm in a relationship that I've been in for. 20 years. Um, you know, I have a job that, you know, I get paid really well. <laughs> they pay me. And, you know, the good news about that is I suit up and I show up and I do some work today. You know, I do what they pay me for, you know, and I get compensated, you know, and, um, you know, I have friends in my life, you know, and that was nothing I ever wanted. You know, I, it was always about me. And, you know, and I don't think I made that conscious decision. I think it was a survival instinct throughout my life. I really just do. Uh, I grew up in a home um, where my mother was in and out of mental institutions all my life. And my dad was an alcoholic, you know, and and I'm like, you know, hey, I've been in a mental institution and I'm also, you know, a recovered alcoholic. So, you know, what I grew up in is what I knew. And and that's what I did for as long as I could. And I really believe today that all my manifestations of my disease of self-centeredness saved me to be alive today, to get to a place of overreaders anonymous and other twelve step programs, and you know, and, and I live this this life, you know, and I share this with a lot of people. You know, my parents didn't have that opportunity. You know, they both died in their disease. You know, my mother was a compulsive either eater; she either weighed three hundred pounds or she weighed ninety. And uh, my dad died of a heart attack at fifty four, an alcoholic, and you know, so today I live in testimony, you know my parents could not do this thing, but I can, I can be an example of living life on life's terms, having a solution out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous and doing the next right thing, whether I, you know, whether I get kudos for it or not, because people don't, it's just the next right thing to do. I always thought if I did something, you know, that was right, that I should get some applause. (laughs) Well, it's just the next right thing to do, you know, and, and and just for me, you know, and I don't know how long I've been talking because I, I didn't think I'd be able to talk 20 minutes on this page, but who knows? I'm, I'm a talker, but you know, one of the, another, you know, a lot of this stuff I, you know, when I was taken through the big book the last time with a guide, I was asked to highlight, you know, different things in the book, you know, yellow for information, uh, pink for prayer, I'm sorry, for warnings and, and green for promises and and blue for prayers. But this page 25, you know, when I opened it to read this morning, because I usually read it out of my iPad or on my phone or something. Uh, And this is the book I went through, you know, I have books that I take sponsees through. But I have this, almost this whole page is um, the first one, two, three paragraphs are in in green, which are promises in my life. You know, the last is it got some pink going on. If I'm seriously alcoholic, there's no middle-of-the-road solution, bottom line. You know, um, you know that always reminds me of half, half measures availed me nothing. I thought half should avail me half. Well, it doesn't. You know, it does not. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say about this except for that I do know that if I continue today to to do what I did yesterday to get out of myself, you know, and just let me just the the things that sometimes I, you know, take for granted. You know, I have a food plan. I follow a food plan. I have a sponsor who has a sponsor. I sponsor people who sponsor people, you know, and I take people through the 12 steps. I do this work, you know, and what happens is I get to be free one day at a time. And I get to have a God in my life that certainly, certainly today does for me what I cannot do for myself. And with that, I'm very grateful and I I feel blessed and I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Tina.